Hello there, Obi-Wan Kenobi here, and you're listening to Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast, brought to you by StarWarsDaily.com. The Force will be with you, always. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, the Galactic Republic, Confederacy of Independent Systems, and various mercenary factions vie for control of the galaxy in a seemingly never-ending conflict known as the Clone Wars. Caught in the middle of this epic struggle, the Jedi Knights strive to maintain order and civility in a deadly game that is being manipulated by the Dark Lords of the Sith. From the war-torn front lines, Michael Cohen, Matthew Krenke, and their dedicated team of analysts emerge as voices of truth and stability in these dark and deceptive times. Fans, welcome back to Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast, the original podcast dedicated to the Clone Wars animated series. And this is episode number 124, and I'm back with your host and creator, Michael Cohen. What's up, my friend? We got some crazy news going on. What's happening? Holy smokes. Woo! So uh, it is, it's it's Monday, the 20th of May at yes. 6 o'clock, and uh, this morning... We got well. Everybody got the news yeah. that uh, that Star Wars Rebels is the new animated series coming from Lucasfilm. The new Star Wars animated series headed by Dave Filoni. Uh, Joel Aaron's going to be back. I uh, a whole yeah. bunch of the crew's going to be back. This is crazy. Man. But uh, better, even bigger than that. <clears throat> Not only is it, are a whole bunch of the the original awesome crew gonna be there but we're bringing in simon king kinberg who's working on his own standalone star wars film yeah he's gonna be helping what? Uh, he's an executive producer on the show are you kidding and this is the news that just blows me away with it yeah. greg wiseman yeah okay such credits as young justice the spectacular spider-man and gargoyles. Now, I'm not a huge fan of Young Justice, but I know that a lot of other people were, so that's awesome. But Spectacular Spider-Man's the best Spider-Man animated series of all time. And Gargoyles is one of the best animated programs that's ever been done. Gargoyles is one of the series that set the stage so that other shows could come along, like Avatar and Clone Wars, to do serious stuff in the animation realm on TV. Because before that, it was just silly cartoons. I mean... I remember when Gargoyles first aired uh, on Disney Afternoons. Mm-hmm. I remember that that night that that happened, and that series changed everything. Like that was a game changer. And after that, cartoons weren't just for kids anymore. Like mm-hmm. they could be they could be a serious business. And uh, to have just a he's a that's a big gun coming in, and uh, and that's awesome. That's so great to hear. 
that that we've got awesome new people joining uh, as well as our our uh, tried and true Jedi Knights. Right. And right. Uh, and and man, crazy news. It, between episodes three and four, which I don't think we saw coming, uh, we were all expecting it to be be between six and seven, but I, uh, yeah, man, is, there's a oh. th- it opens up a lot of stuff. But uh, what what do you think? What's your first impression? Well, I you know I got a text from uh, Chris <clears throat> early this morning, and uh, I was I was flat out I was I was kind of shocked to be honest with you because yeah we knew something was coming they I, I talked about it didn't know what era we were going to go on and of course there's only a couple of eras really that you mm-hmm. can go yeah but i'll tell you what yeah i got that text and i was just i was so excited and i can't believe that it's it's roughly the little over a year away we're gonna have the first episode air a yeah. one hour special on disney uh i believe it was xd right they're gonna be showing uh, this no the the one hour special is going to be on disney channel and the series channel, okay. will be on disney xd yeah, so okay, cuz yeah. I I think more people have Disney Channel than have Disney XD. I think it's right. it's included in more packages or whatever. So, they just want to get it out to people, right? Yeah. But I uh, yeah, I mean huge, huge stuff. Yeah, I was blown away. And, and like I said, I was I was a little surprised because I I just couldn't believe that it was happening so quick. We've seen the uh Mike, we've seen the drawings that Dave Filoni has kind of teased us with the last yeah. uh week or so. Uh, in the video that uh, we'll play here in a second, we'll give you a little taste of what's going on. Um, you see Dave Filoni, he's, he's actually working on classic style uh, TIE Fighters. And I don't know if that has anything to do with the series, but uh, I just thought that was great. In fact, um, while, while I'm thinking about it, let's just take it. You want to take a quick listen to what, uh, what transpired this morning? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Where are we right now? Like, where are we right now? What happens? Like, where are we with Rebels? Oh, it's it's amazing. So many things have happened. Our characters have been on so many incredible journeys. If only you could see it. <laughs> so you're not going to tell me where we no, are? No, you're not going to get to see it either. He's play acting. He knows quite a bit. It's very nice. He's trying to be your friend, but I'm trying he to knows get a information lot more. for you guys here. So this is a whole new era to get into, and between. Episodes three and four. Yes, the opportunity to work in the era that I grew up with, you know, even though it precedes that era, uh, this show will precede episode four, is, is still tremendously exciting because this visual language is now open to us and very directly what Ralph McQuarrie was doing is now open to us in a way that we could never exploit on Clone Wars. You look at Ralph's design and it's a few degrees off of where it was in episode four because it's concept art. That's right. When you use it in, Star- in Rebels, it's going to be a few degrees off of episode four because that's where we are in the timeline. Yeah. We said, what if this was CG? What if these paintings just pop them off and suddenly get in dimension and the same type of camera work that you see in the original films? Uh, that would be a very inspired animated series. So let's talk about some of the folks who are joining you on mm-hmm. Star Wars Rebels that you had worked with already. Killian Plunkett, who was my uh, design lead on... Uh, uh, Clone Wars is on this new show, which is really exciting for me because I mean he knows Star Wars inside out. He nitpicks every little detail. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you looking at? This is brand new. Nothing. Never mind. What are you no, looking? That's at? fine. What's wrong with it? Nothing. It's fine. Are you counting the spans? No, I was counting the number of window panes. Yes. Oh, well, I made that up. Also, Joel Aaron, another key component of uh, Clone Wars. You know, my wizard, if you will. I want to go as far as uh, really trying to get the 
the essence and color palette out that you see in all of the Ralph McQuarrie prints, and then that feeling, that journalistic feeling that you get with the lighting, with the color tones in A New Hope. Also working on the show, Greg Weissman, a name that's known very well from animation fans. That's right. Well, Gargoyle, Greg, uh, you know, back in the day, for Disney television, it was one of the first real action-adventure shows uh, that, that I had seen them do. I'm really excited that Simon Kinberg is involved in the show. It's pretty exciting. I know. I mean, I have to say. We've heard his name attached to Star Wars projects. Now he's consulting on Episode Seven. He's working on his own standalone film. That's right. Big movie guy working on Big the show. I know. Every time we sit down, I get so excited about just what we're talking about. We haven't even really gotten to it yet in a lot of ways, but you know, just sending him images and then him getting inspired off of images that we sent. And uh, you know, I think the fans are gonna see the payoff when this show airs. All right, Mike, and I'll tell you what, you can really hear, at least I can, and I don't know if I'm hearing mm -hmm. things, but almost hear the enthusiasm in Dave Filoni, and he's almost giddy, because he's talking about, I get to go play in an era that, like he says, this is kind of his era. This is what he grew up. Even though it's a little bit beforehand, yeah. he's going to get to play with X-Wings, TIE Fighters. And, and we're, we'll talk about maybe our, our, our top five things that we, may, we want to see, Mike. But who knows? Maybe, could he play with uh, a young Luke, a Leia, you know, Obi-Wan? It's just great. And you can just feel like well, the, the, you know, the, the excitement yeah. there. I'll, I'll tell you, my, my feeling on it, my gut, my mm -hmm. instinct is telling me that this is not uh, this is not unexpected I think that what happened was their plans got accelerated I think that's all that happened mm -hmm. I, I said for I've been saying for a long time Clone Wars was going to end in season 6 mm -hmm. um, the stories that we were hearing everything that we were getting the, the attitude at Star Wars Celebration uh, back in August uh, almost a year ago uh, season 6 was going to be the end I and we've actually we've seen quite a bit. We haven't really talked about it yet, and Matt and I will probably get together to talk about all these clips and everything mm -hmm. once once we have a little bit more detail. But uh, there's been lots of great clips and lots of great stuff. But it all looks like stuff that's leading towards the end of a series, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that they had planned on doing this next. I think they had planned on on sort of you know they started you start episode. One, you jump to episode two, you go from episode two through the Clone Wars, you watch episode three, and then there's a nice big gap there and somebody needed to fill it in. And if you're going to do a, an animated series, uh, this is this is the way to go. And I think that what we saw of those gunships, those in, very imperial looking gunships in the season series finale, I should say, mm -hmm. of the Clone Wars, I... Uh, I don't think that's the last that we'll be seeing of those. I think that that's the sort of thing we're going to be seeing. I think that there's going to be some things that link that to another thing. I think what he did with Ahsoka... I think what he did with Ahsoka was to set her up for yeah. mm -hmm. the next series. You put her out of the game, you move her off the board mm -hmm. so that episode 3 can happen and we know that nothing happens to her. Right. And then you bring her back. Mm -hmm. um, the The... In the press release here, right on StarWars.com, it says, The action-filled series is set between the events of Episode 3 and 4, an era spanning almost two decades never before explored on screen. Star Wars Rebels takes place in a time where the Empire is securing its grip on the galaxy and hunting down the last of the Jedi Knights as a fledgling rebellion against the Empire is taking shape. 
<laughs> Mike, I said, did I? How many times have I said I would love to see something between three and four yep. where Vader is going after Jedi, you know, in his prime? I mean, I've said that for years on this podcast, on other podcasts, yep. and it sounds like I may actually get that. I am One, super I, excited. I don't think Vader's going to be the only one hunting <laughs> well, down yeah, Jedi. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. So with that, you know, before we start getting into speculating, let's I uh, yeah, let's throw down our our top five and let's go one at a time. So what's okay. your number five? Um, you know what? I had a hard time putting these in any kind of order, so I'll just go with okay. what I have on my page here. Um, first one for number five, I'll say is in this last season we saw um, Sidious take on Savage and Darth Maul, kill Savage, and save Maul because he has use for him later on okay I think I might want to see what his use is for and could we see that in this new animated series mm-hmm. I don't know but I would love to see that that's my number five let me see some Maul <clears throat> and some Sidious action yeah uh, and what's going on with that because obviously they kept him alive for some kind of reason and I, I, for I think a purpose this, for a purpose and this is kind of like that you're talking about with Ahsoka Mike and we'll get to there in yep. a minute for my one of my top five, but that, that'd be uh, one of my five. How about you? Okay, so my number five is, uh, and you know what? When we cross these two things together, it's Steve's number one, I think. <laughs> okay. Because I, I talked to him this morning. I was texting with him as well. Okay. Uh, my number five is Vader. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I want to see Vader play an integral role in in this new series. Uh I I, th- I think that to to do this era and to avoid him as a character would be a silly thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots of great guys out there to do the voice of Vader. Um, I think you could even possibly look at bringing in Matt Lanter to do the performance, and then you know do tweak, the tweak it up, yeah. Do the yeah, tweak it until it sounds like it's Vader, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and to have that sort that sort of continuity between the Clone Wars and this series because this is the spiritual successor to that so that would be my number five okay Uh, let's so okay so maul invader that's our number fives i think that's pretty consistent uh i'm gonna jump here's number four for me okay x-wings i in the video (laughs) dave filoni is holding up that art of star wars book and on the cover is that ralph mccrory painting of the x-wing and tie fighter going down the trench i Yeah. When he says now we get to use this visual language, I, what that says to me, and that image, the only image that we have so far, we have two images. We have the cover image mm-hmm. and the Facebook profile image for uh, the Rebels, star, sorry, Star Wars Rebels um, on Facebook, which facebook.com slash Star Wars Rebels if you guys want to see that stuff. One looks like it's almost like a, uh, an insignia or a logo. And then the other one, the, the, well, that's the Facebook profile. The cover image looks very much like an X-Wing, Y-Wing, uh, Snowspeeder sort of texture. Mm-hmm. And so I think that what we're seeing there is is something X-Wing-like. So I would love to see... We saw Headhunters in, in the Clone Wars. I would love to see X-Wings in Rebels. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was... Just real quick before I get to my number four... Yeah, let's Ralph McQuarrie. How great is that? That they're gonna yeah. use his stuff, and it's kind of like Dave Filoni said. It's that that uh, stopgap, or it's that um, it's filling in that space right there from the regular yeah. X-wing to what we're seeing, like you just said, 
the uh, headhunters. I mean, how fantastic! What a great, great idea, and just to honor the guy yeah. that got this thing going. I mean, that's that's fantastic. Uh, number four for me is, um, you know, we we've heard or we've seen, we've read, Mike, and we've talked about this Obi Wan on uh, and some of those visionaries. Um, yeah, I'd love to see Obi Wan on Tatooine, and maybe even a little bit of Luke and Leia. And I know some people might go, "Well, they're just babies and all that." I know, but not necessarily. We don't have to see the kids, but yeah. maybe Obi Wan, maybe you know him talking to Owen or Baru or something like that, or just yeah. doing his thing on Tatooine. Um, I'd love to see that again and to hear James Arnold Taylor get a chance to come back to the Star Wars universe again uh, from all the stuff he did with the Clone Wars. Um, yeah. Like you're saying with Matt Lanter, I mean, this is all just like, it just fits, you know what I mean? Let's just let's keep it going, and to see Obi Wan, that'd be my number four uh, yeah. for that show. Uh, number three, you want to do it or want me to go? You you give your number three first. Okay, number three. Um, you might have said this too. How about something along the lines of, and, and it kind of says this in the uh, in, in the breakdown of the show, the creation of the Rebel Alliance. Uh, we saw sort of this in. Um, the Force Unleashed with yeah. uh, Star Killer, so that would be kind of cool to see how that's coming together. Mon Mothma and uh, a couple other, you know, as Leia gets older. I see. Here's the thing: I don't know when this. We know it's two and three, but there's a long span there, Mike. A lot of years in between three and four. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they how they handle this. But something with the creation of the Rebel Alliance would be kind of cool to see. Because uh, they talk about Vader and, 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 the, and the Purge thing. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, number three for you. Uh, well, my number three is right along with yours. I, Starkiller. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, The yeah. Apprentice. Uh, nice. Yeah. Obviously, Sam Witwer's got an awesome relationship with Lucasfilm. He's also got an exceedingly awesome relationship with Dave Filoni. The idea that Sam won't be back to do something in this series... It's just ridiculous to me. So, uh, if you're gonna bring him back, you know, I as as we've already said, Darth Maul would be awesome. But I would love an acknowledgement of that first Force Unleashed game, uh, and mm-hmm. and yeah. for them to essentially say to us, yes, it is canon. Yes, mm-hmm. this did happen. Yes, the Emperor Invader did intentionally and accidentally create the Rebel Alliance. Right, because I just love that aspect of oh, the story. Yeah. And sp- this yeah. is spoilers for the Force Unleashed, which is an ancient game. So if you haven't played <laughs> it by now, it's your yeah. own fault. But uh, yeah, and and to have Star Killer be in there um, and to expand that story out a little bit, I think would be excellent. I think that one hour special could almost be the Force Unleashed. Yeah. Oh wow. As a as a yeah. as a one hour movie, right? I. Uh, or at least part of it, or something of that sort. Because um, uh, along with Starkiller, and this is the thing, Starkiller's kind of a cheat, because along with him you get Juno Eclipse, mm-hmm. you're going to get uh, Rom Koda. Uh, yeah. You're, you're going to get everything that comes with that, right? So um, that's that's real, that's that's one of my bigger ones, is, is to have Starkiller show up. But I... Here, I'll jump to my number two. Yeah. yeah. My number two kind of goes back to your number four, okay. uh, and that's James Arnold Taylor. Okay, now, yeah. I'm not being as specific as you to say Obi-Wan. I would love to see Obi-Wan. I would also love to see them take the opportunity to uh, to, to give the finality to Darth Maul and Obi-Wan's storyline and, uh, and, and finish it up in this era. 
uh, in between episode three and four. Um, so that that's something that's sort of been hanging over Obi-Wan's head throughout episode three. Um, and even for many years would be great. And, and to have them fulfill that story from visionaries and have that be essentially what happens. I mean, the, the great thing is that now Maul has been developed so much mm-hmm. that, that you could do so much more with it. You could make it a full four episode arc, uh, and, and make it this whole great story. Um, <clears throat> but I, but that said, as much as I want Obi-Wan and Maul to have their final confrontation in that fashion, James Arnold Taylor in any fashion is going to be a win for me on this new series. Mm-hmm. Uh, just having him involved as a main character. Because uh, I think we're going to get a whole cast of new characters with this. I don't think we're going to get... I, th- I think there's going to be tons of familiar faces from Tarkin and uh, and Vader and the Emperor to Mon Mothma, Bail Organa, and I think we will see Princess Leia. I think that we'll see a young Princess Leia like we did in The Force Unleashed. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be that era specific. Like, I think it will be that time period, that few years okay. of her sort of as a as a young teenager. Um, but I would love to see James Arnold Taylor get to do something of his own creation, not... I mean, not that Plo Koon wasn't, but he was working within an existing character and bringing a voice to that existing character. But what I would love to see is for them to essentially create a character specifically for James Arnold Taylor to play. Mm -hmm. So almost an Anakin, Han Solo type, uh, scavenger, scrounger type of techie kid or teenager or something like that mm-hmm. I think could be a really cool thing also like some sort of a Jedi although we've already seen him do that as Obi-Wan and Plo Koon um, or even as one of the bad guys I, I I just think that you you know you've got an opportunity with with that man and his millions of voices to bring in uh, one of the greatest talents in voice acting and one of the best advocates for Star Wars oh yeah, uh, he, yeah. right now as we speak Star Wars Weekends is happening in in uh, Disney World, so uh, and he's bringing it in full force like he does every year, pun intended. Uh, and uh, and so you know to lose, I you don't ever lose James Arnold Taylor, I don't think, because uh, his legacy as Obi Wan is is so long um, and storied. But to add a little bit more to that resume, I think isn't a bad idea. Oh no, no! Like you said, him. You got Sam Witwer, like you said, who and, and even yeah. Ashley Eckstein. Um, just, I mean, they've done so much, and it'd be cool to see them kind of get a little, uh, little extra work, a little bonus, just for for being so good, you know, and so good to the yeah. fans and everybody else. So that's that's definitely it tops uh, as far. And, and you said earlier you talked about Mall, and the same thing like I said with Sam Witwer it'd be so great to see him because he's, yeah. he's, like, he's like a James Arnold Taylor he's such a proponent for these and he knows so much about these movies and, and about the character and he brought so much I mean look what he did with Darth Maul I mean yeah. he, brought, he brought him back from the dead and, and, and turned a lot of people who were like oh, I don't know about this and then yeah. his work just you know cemented uh, Maul as being back so yeah. Um, so my number two Mike and my number one it almost kind of goes goes together, and I'll explain this right now. Um, okay. And you already said this. Ahsoka Tano, um, I wasn't a huge fan of hers when she started. Like a lot of people, it was just like, oh, you know, what's this all about? Yeah. 
And of course, grown through the five years of the Clone Wars, and now she's a really cool character, much in part, as we've talked about, with Ashley being such a great person and, a, and a, uh, good with the fans and all that. So Ahsoka, right, to see her come back, like you said, they opened the door for that, to this new series, to see her come yeah. back in some way, or, and this leads me into my number one, Vader, and you've already said it, Mike, Vader, I want to see, he's my favorite character, he's always been mm-hmm. my favorite character, I've always talked about a TV show or something, live action, animation, in this time period, and it's just the fact is, are they going to give this iconic character more time? And that's the only thing I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of nervous about, like, uh, you know, I think they're going to do it, because they've done it with Yoda, you know, another big character, they put him in a, in a cartoon. Will they do that with the Mass Vader? I don't know. I really hope they do. And I really hope they have the Jedi Purge involved in this somehow. Yeah. And and to culminate maybe with Vader and Ahsoka squaring off sometime down the line. Holy crap. Would that be crazy yeah. or what? That would be um, incredible. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and, and that's just the thing. It's, it's hard to say. I'd love to see this stuff. But, you know, are they going to do that? Are they going to go with these canon characters that we all know? Are they going to switch it up a little bit and and have these canon characters maybe just once in a while? I don't know. I hope it's I hope it's the first one. I hope it's a lot of canon stuff to get to yeah. see Vader, Ahsoka, Liver Alliance, Leia, Maul, all that kind of stuff. I'd love to see it. But anyway, your number one? My number one with a bullet is Han Solo. I, oh. I, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I want yeah. – I, if, if, if I'm right on the sure. time period – uh-huh. Uh, then Han Solo will be in his his early to mid twenties. Twenties, yeah. And I uh, and he'll have just gone to the Imperial Academy, gotten that first pair of uh, blue pants with the with the red stripe. I mm-hmm. uh, and I uh, and and he'll just be learning learning the ropes as an Imperial officer. And I uh, I think that that like that specifically, if it were up to me, if I were the one running this show, that would be what I would do with that character. Um, I would bring Han Solo in and I would put him in that position on the wrong side at the beginning so right. that we can watch and we can see. Cause a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't, don't read the expanded universe and all that sort of thing. But uh, if, even if you just read between the lines in, in, uh, in the movies, mm-hmm. uh, between episode four and five, you, there's enough evidence there I, uh, that he knows what he's talking about. The fact that that uh, he kind of he understands the Death Star and the way that they're going to do things, the way they're going to scan the ship, all that sort of stuff. It's what makes him an awesome smuggler, because even when he gets he gets boarded by Imperials, he can deal with it. Um, and uh, why would he know Imperial dumping procedures before they go to lights? <laughs> right? Yeah, but yeah, it. In the expanded universe, it is it is well known that that Han Solo at one point in time was a a, a pilot in the Imperial Navy and and a, a, a an Imperial officer. And I, if you take the the Chewbacca miniseries that Dark Horse did as canon, which I personally do, the way that he met Chewbacca was that uh, Trandoshans attacked a Wookiee ship in order to capture slaves mm-hmm. and in the process uh, got their butts handed to them <laughs> by a very specifically awesome Wookiee but the ship was crippled and barely running 
And uh, and that's when Han Solo, along with a bunch of other Imperials, came upon that ship. And the reason why Han is no longer an Imperial is because he chose not to kill Chewie, but instead to rescue him. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where that that's where the life debt comes from, like his Wookiee life debt, and and all that stuff. That's the story, and that's how that's how those two characters came together. So what I would love to see is the few years before that. Um, even if the series started with Han first getting to the Academy, and so we kind of go through the entire series with him going like, when's he going to realize that he's on the wrong side? And uh, and then, you know, eventually getting to that point where he goes, you know what, I'm done with this, and and uh, and, and turns and, uh, and becomes the, the smuggler that we know and love. Um, it runs the risk of... of sort of tarnishing that character in the way that Boba Fett did in episode two for some people. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I think in the same way, in the same way Anakin did with Vader, um, in the, in the prequels for a lot of people, but Dave Filoni has proven to us that he can handle, he can handle when those characters have been tarnished and bring them back to, to the full shine. Right. I mean, um, he's not on either of our top fives, but Boba Fett's going to show up. You know he is. Right. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. He's got to. Think of that, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> he will. He'll be there. He'll show up at some point. Um, whether or not it's going to be a, 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 a Daniel Logan or a Tamura, not Tamura Morrison, but a D. Bradley Baker uh, version of Boba, yeah, we're, we're yet to see. But um, I'm sure that, among other things, we'll, we'll see that. We will see... Uh, We'll see the return of, 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 I mean, find out what happens to Hondo. Uh, there's a mm. lot of characters that can make a return from the right. Clone Wars that we've come True. to know and love, because mm-hmm. uh, this is animation, and and you know if it if it maintains a similar style, they can even use some of the same assets. Uh, I I would like it if it maintained a similar style, but I would also like it if it was something new. Mm-hmm. Um, but I uh, but you know I mean there's lots. There's lots to, to look forward to. I mean, the story of how clones become stormtroopers, the story of the Death Star being built, uh, the story of how, how, you know, the Rebels got their hands on those plans in the first place. Uh, there's lots of stuff. There's lots of stories to tell. Uh, there's room to tell stories about Republic Commandos. There's room for a Republic Commando that we thought was dead to come <laughs> back. Gregor. Um, there's... There's just so much room for so many things that I think that we all want to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, you know, uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed. But um, So th- th- we're talking 19, 20 years between three and four. Mm-hmm. You're thinking that it's going to happen around, let's, as a guess, um, around the 10 to 15 year mark as far as the series if you want to introduce like yeah. maybe a, a Han Solo or maybe a, a little bit older Leia or Luke or something like that, yeah, um, yeah. You're, so you're talking ten, roughly I, I, five I, years before. A New I'm Hope. thinking I'm thinking somewhere between seven and five years before a New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I th- I think that's sort of the sweet spot of where to tell this story. Mm-hmm. I it's got some distance from the Clone Wars and from from the prequels, so I. And the way that he's talking about the visual language and everything, I think that that's what we're looking at. We're looking at a very imperial world. We're not looking at a republic. Mm-hmm. 
so the transition has happened. But uh, but at the same time, they're talking about the the hunting down the last of the Jedi Knights. So right. that could be within five to ten years after after the events of Revenge of the Sith. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it could go either way on that, and it depends on on how what they what they're looking at, what they're deciding to to tell what kind of characters they want to use. If they want to use the characters that we're talking about, I think that they'll go in our time frame that we're talking about tonight. Mm-hmm. But if they want to stay away from those characters, I think they'll go a little bit closer to the Clone Wars. But, I, you know, I we've only got a few weeks uh, even to, to... I mean, what? how far away is Celebration Europe? Uh, it is yeah, July, July 26th to 28th mm-hmm. in... Uh, mess, mess, mess in Germany. I terrible accent that I have, um, and I'm getting over a cold, so I probably sound a little bit funky to everybody. But uh, we're only talking about, let's see, May is almost done. We got one week left in May, and then we got one, two, three, four weeks in June, uh, and then five, six, seven seven weeks seven or eight weeks so it's about two months away Mm -hmm. before we'll really get a lot of details but i think that when we get to star wars celebration europe hopefully we know some people that are going uh we're gonna get a lot of details about this and uh and definitely comic-con will get some details Uh, there's a lot of opportunities uh and and in august we've got uh, uh disney has uh d23 so uh, oh, right. that's another opportunity for them to to say it's actually the first opportunity for them to to do some Star Wars stuff. So why not uh, why not show some of that stuff? So um, with that said, yeah. and our impressions firmly planted, I big announcement from Lucasfilm means a big announcement from from us from Matt and I. And, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. That is that I. I, first and foremost, I will say, Frontlines is not going anywhere. I, it, we're sticking around. The Clone Wars podcast, uh, the original Clone Wars podcast, That's will right. be here until Clone Wars is done and probably afterwards. But I, in order to best serve all your Star Wars Rebels needs, Matt and I will be starting a new podcast simply titled... I think it's very elegant and simple. Just the for rebels. A more civilized age. Yeah, for a more civilized age, uh, the rebels podcast. Yeah. That's uh, that's gonna be our our new show, uh, and we'll we'll try and have an episode of that uh, drop soon so that we can you know talk a little bit more of this stuff. Uh, and I'm talking yeah. to Steve. Maybe he's gonna come on. I say maybe he's definitely coming on for our first episode <laughs> to I uh, to I. Uh, to launch that new ship and uh, and christen it as it were, I nice. uh, and you can find you can already find it yes can you at rebelspodcast.com, facebook.com slash rebelspodcast and twitter.com slash rebelspodcast. So we are right there for you guys already. The same level same of enthusiasm. Day. The same quality, the same content that we've yeah. brought to you guys for the last five years with Frontlines, we will bring be bringing you guys with the Rebels podcast, and uh, and so 
uh, you can stay tuned to those feeds. As soon as we've got an episode, uh, I will let everybody know on our regular Frontlines uh, feeds. Um, and, uh, and, and you know, it's going to mean some changes around our network. Um, the Saga Continues is going to be branching off into its own site, into its own thing. So that will be the place where you can follow Tim and Kyle as they hit up everything to do with uh, the, the continuing saga of Star Wars, uh, primarily with uh, Episode Seven and, uh, and the continued trilogy, uh, the, the sequel. And, uh, and then you will be able to follow us right here at CloneWarsPodcast.com for everything Clone Wars as it continues to happen because we still have stories to tell there which means that Matt and I still have stuff to talk about with you guys right. and then uh, as we get more stuff at, uh, about Star Wars Rebels uh, RebelsPodcast.com will be the place to uh, to find that so uh, three sites to bring you three very uh, different and awesome parts of Star Wars fandom and uh, but the same team that's always brought it to you. So definitely. Uh, so keep your ears and eyes open for that stuff. And uh, I guess that that about does it for us. Yeah, right I just have now, to say, right? you know, that just rolls off the tongue. The Rebels podcast, and it, like Mike said, if you listen to this podcast um, and you enjoy what we put out the last five years, like Mike said, it's going to continue. It's going to get better. Uh, I'm excited. I know Mike, exci- Mike is excited, and it, we're gonna bring that to you guys, man. We got some yep. stuff coming up. Like Mike said, um, we're just chomping a bit. And now we've got some information. Hopefully, we get some more information at Star Wars Celebration Europe, and we can we can start this thing off, man. I can't wait to start talking some more Rebels podcast. So, uh, like I said, Mike, I'm just I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Can't wait. Hopefully, you guys will join us along the way. It's gonna be a fun ride. And uh, man, what a great time to be a Star Wars fan! So, with that, Mike, yes. go ahead. Yeah, so you can you can find us at clonewarspodcast.com, uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash clonewarspodcast, and on Twitter at twitter.com slash clonewars. Uh, and uh, that does it for us for this week. Uh, we will be back sooner rather than later to talk uh, all this Clone Wars news that's come out in the last two months uh, since we last recorded a proper episode. And uh, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll run that all down for you guys and talk about what what we think about it. Um, the short yeah. and sweet is that uh, it all looks awesome. Yeah, and uh, we can't <laughs> wait to see some. We can't wait to get some details on when we're going to get that stuff. But yeah. uh, you know, as soon as that that information is out there, uh, CloneWarsPodcast.com is going to be the best place to find it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so keep your eyes peeled there and on our Facebook page. Uh, But that does it for us this week, and we will catch you guys next time. All right. We'll see you guys soon. Well, another close to another wonderful show. Obi-Wan Kenobi here saying thank you for listening to Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast. Brought to you, of course, by StarWarsDaily.com. The force is strong with you all, and it will be with you always.